to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 352 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Uh, welcome along. <laughs> it, was, it was a gap in there. I was like, uh, who am I? Who am I? I who I'm am I? I can, no, you've ruined it now. I can edit that out normally. <laughs> Any long pauses, I'll just edit that out. Hey, if you're new here, we're all about randomness, technology, and life wrapped up in a 30-minute podcast for your uh, listening enjoyment. <laughs> Hang on. My, my alarm's just gone off my radio alarm. Hang on a sec. <laughs> okay. Like I said, if there's long pauses, I just edit this out. He's wandered off. And I'm back. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, we had a little uptick, little tiny uptick in listens. I don't know why. We, we never know, know why. We, we don't know why. It's a thing. I think <laughs> our happens. most popular episode is now episode 11, uh, where we talk about rock climbing. Oh, really? Yeah. That seems to be the one okay. that people like at the moment. I don't, even, I don't even remember that. It was so long ago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, what's happening? Uh, so, I, I, as I was saying just before we got on, um, I've spent the morning just watching, well, the morning, the last 20 minutes or something, scrubbing through the uh, Blue Origin latest or second uh, launch. Um, so that had Bill Shatner on it. So they were supposed to do it the day before. Oh, yeah. There were 70 kilometer per hour winds through the desert. So oh, when yeah, you're landing by a parachute and a capsule, that's not, good. that's not a doable thing. So there was no breezes today. So they, they, they put it off for, for 24 hours. Um, and, uh, so, you know, who was on board, there was Shatner, there was, um, a vice president of that. I don't know whether she got it as part of her salary or whether she had to pay for it. <laughs> Probably had to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a two, two paying passengers. Oh, um, just random. One of them was the first Australian citizen ever to go into space. Oh, that's a good claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think would be the first Kiwi to do it? Like if some, if there was a New Zealand celebrity or somebody that was going to pay for it? I don't know. It would be interesting. Um, Hopefully it's someone good and not some idiot that just has money. Brian Tamaki. <laughs> I have to see from space what's going yeah. on with COVID. Yeah. Space him. Leave him there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, because they were talking about it, you know, while the, um, you know, the narrators were talking with anchors or whatever were talking while the pictures of it going up and all that was going on. And one of the guys was saying, um, obviously Bill Shatner didn't pay to go. No. And then somebody goes, no, he will be, he has, he will be being paid for this. He's done so much media. That oh, right. that makes, yeah. crap yeah, well, that makes sense. Cause yeah, he was quite to. nervous about it beforehand oh, he was i'd be nervous. quite nervous about it too yeah 90 years old um yeah that too he doesn't look in good shape although one person said you'd be surprised how actually good shape he is he's actually he doesn't i like if i i don't i wouldn't have thought he was 90 if i no no exactly he looks he like looks, he looks like good. me <laughs> or you or you he's look like him or you look like him yeah it well, might be yeah, more probably more apt <laughs> Ah, um, oh, no, depressing. But no, no, he he was very, very taken, and he said it wasn't looking down at the earth as much, or and he wasn't that fussed about the um, weightlessness. What freaked him out was how quickly you went from blue to black. 
oh, and right. how thin that layer of life on the planet yeah. is. That just he didn't expect that, and he freaked out. Anyway, so that was um, that was uh, William Shatner. Excellent. Um, we don't. It was a very good PR exercise by Blue Origin. You got to admit. Um, and because they're that, that working pretty hard right now because SpaceX won the NASA lunar mission. Yes. SpaceX won the lunar contract from NASA because yes. they were first to go and prove the rocket and all the rest of it, I guess. I'm assuming that was the thing. And then, of course, Bezos has um, sued NASA, and NASA said, you won't get a contract through suing us. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> I think it's just like it's just like dumb, but I, I'm I'm sure that Bezos will work out his own way to do his moon base without NASA. You know, oh, I'm I'm surprised. He, yeah, he, he probably he, he'll he'll figure something out. Everything yeah. will go up by ten percent on Amazon, and then he'll pay for it. And he'll thank um, everyone for helping pay for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, what else has been happening? Not much. Uh, we're still in level three for another four days, five days, whatever. Yeah, for Monday. So originally so it was going to finish tonight as we're recording this, was it? Thursday? I think so. We're, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I didn't even bother checking because I'm just like, it doesn't matter anymore. You can just leave me locked in for the rest of the year. I we've, don't got, care. <laughs> we've got the Vaxathon happening on Saturday. Oh, are okay. Gonna, are you going to tune into that? I didn't know anything about it. Tell me about it. Oh, so Saturday is Super Saturday. I heard and that term. I'm vaccinated. I don't care. Exactly. But it's to get people excited. So they're basically doing an old school telethon, which is a vaxathon. Uh, it's running for hours? No, I don't know about 24 hours. I want to say maybe uh, maybe eight off the top of my head. That's. I that's don't know. Cool. I don't know. Hang on. Don't quote me on that. I'm trying to look it up. Um, I, I got to say, when I was a kid, telethons, the 24 hour telethons were a Big deal. We'd all be in our pajamas in the lounge for 24 hours, the kids watching the telethon, dozing off, waking up, getting kicked in the ribs when you're asleep because somebody you knew was turning up on there. Um, yeah. That's right. But I mean, they're, it, you know, they're trying to get people vaccinated. So I don't know if we're going to have just random people being jabbed on TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is eight hours. It begins at noon on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do, I think, for a thing where you're trying to get people injected. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there'll, hopefully, there, there'll, I'm sure there'll be some real cringy moments from it. That'll be good. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't think I'll tune in. I'll it just would wait be for the it'd be interesting if they got a whole bunch of um, celebrities, uh, quote unquote celebrities, um, trained them how to jab people and got them to jab people. Oh yeah, because I was thinking. Um, a lot of the people that you'd want to be on there to promote it would have already had a vaccination. So yeah, but had them be? Oh. I got jabbed by I don't know Joseph Parker, whoever you know, or the all black. I got jabbed by this all black dude and get a photo with him. That would drive people getting jabbed, I reckon. Yeah. Hey, they um, had uh, unrelated to COVID. I don't think there's anything else COVID I was going to say. Uh, no, they had the story. Did you hear about the guy? That has to the the thief that has to surrender all his gold bars. Thief that has to surrender all his gold bars. No, I have no okay. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so this dude is breaking. <laughs> this is so. I how I don't know how much gold's worth at the moment, so it's hard for me to figure out in my head how much gold this is. 
but this guy's breaking into an Auckland laundromat uh, in 2020, and he gets caught, but he has $73,000 worth of gold bars on him. Right? Okay. And he was going around, and he stole from four other similar places, like laundromats and a dairy, I think. And he stole $11,000 from these four or five businesses. And the judge said, well, you pay back the $11,000 and you can keep the rest of the gold. And he's like, oh, yeah, sweet. So now the police have have, um, done a motion to say, hey, no, he's got no evidence where the gold came from. So there's no missing report for the gold. He's got a story that keeps changing that somebody gave it to him or it's a family member's gold or it came from Canada or something. And the police goes, no, no. So anyway, he has to give that all to the Crown now. And uh, they were minted 17, um, 17 years ago in Perth. They found some numbers on them. So anyway, I just thought it was weird that this dude had all this gold on him and nobody said, hey, that's my gold. Well, the weird thing is, if you're on a night robbing, yeah, night robin. Yeah, and you, exactly. and you and you break into something, I, and, and maybe you find an attic or something. You find a bunch of gold. That's the point where you stop robbing. You go. It's been a good night. I've got seventy thousand dollars worth of gold. I'm not going to rob anymore. I'm going home. I'm going to have a beer. You don't keep fucking around with laundry. So, so it's fifty-seven thousand dollars. Oh, hang on. Change it to New Zealand. I want to get you wrong there. Okay, so he had probably just under a kilo of gold on him. Yeah. While he's robbing a laundromat of all places. Okay, good on you, Barry. You get what I mean, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. um, I want to talk about this. I wrote detailed notes and then uh, it fell out off Trello and then I wrote them again and it fell off Trello and then I wrote them again in shorthand and it fell off Trello. So I'm going to go through (laughs) this, but at least I wrote it three times so I should be able to remember. It's Which a big week for medical researchers this week. So, um, what, what what's the biggest uh, health crisis of the last century, probably in the world? Oh, it's going to be something stupid. Like, is it polio? No, uh, it'll be something random. As soon as I say it, you'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starv- food, starvation, malaria. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, so half a million people a year, roughly, just under, I think die from malaria two-thirds of those are children i think it was under five it might be under 10 something like that okay um and so for 100 years over 100 years now they've been working on a vaccine for malaria now malaria isn't a viral issue and malaria is a parasite that lives that that is um transferred transferred by the the mosquito yeah so they didn't even know if a lot of people didn't believe you could vaccinate against a parasite, right? They didn't yeah. think that would work. But it was such a big problem that they've been working at, at it generations now, over 100 years. So this this week, or a few days ago now, uh, the World Health Organization has um, approved the vaccine um, done by GlaxoSmithKline yeah. um, for uh, as as effective for malaria. Now it's only like fifty percent effective, right? which is better than nothing, I guess. Oh hell yeah! It's going to save the lives of tens of thousands of children a year, right? Yeah. It's not you know it's not a one jab. It's a series. It's 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 not easy, um, but it's the first breakthrough in over a hundred years of research. So that's Whoa. really cool. Yeah. Um, also this week, 
uh, the launching a um, now who's doing this? Um, I wrote it down and then it got deleted. It was Moderna. Moderna is starting trials right now on another mRNA vaccine. So the okay. same sort of thing that did all the COVID stuff. Yeah. And that is for HIV. And they reckon oh, wow. they've got a vaccine for HIV. Um, it's just starting testing now. So it'll be another mm. year or so of testing. But that's, that's a, a big deal. Um, and then finally, Merck has jumped forward to um, the, what is it, FDA in the States, and they're asking for emergency approval for their antiviral pills for COVID. So oh, yeah. if you get COVID yeah. and, you know, you, you get positively tested, um, if you take a series of these pills, and I think it's a, multiple pills a day for five days is like the... The, the series, the whatever, then it will keep you out of hospital. Basically. Nice. Um, so must, be what, must be what some of these people are waiting for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because I don't want to get injected because I don't know what's in it. But if it's a pill, I'll stick that in the gob. I don't care. Yeah. It's so, different. It's yeah. different. Yes, it's, it's very different. It's different. But okay. <laughs> Just don't start don't start telling them there's a there's a computer chip in the pill. <laughs> that's right. You've got this thing here about lichenologists. So I'm assuming that's from um the podcast uh, No Such Thing as a Fish. It was. I, I was listening to that and I went, Oh, that's hilarious. It was um, random as eh. So So the, the the little fact that I wrote down was ten percent of all the world's lichen, uh that's the um, I always thought it looked like tree mold is what I yeah, would yeah, yeah. explain right. it as. But it's what did they say it was again? It was a um a, it's it's a some symbiosis of That's right. um the tree and an the, algae that. and a, a fungus. An algae and a fungus? It's something like that that live yeah, off. Or a moss. I'm not sure. No moss yeah, might something be like that. Yep. In New Zealand, there's only five lichenologists, uh despite the fact there's has ten percent of the world's lichen in in New Zealand. So, if you're <laughs> looking for a job, um, that probably you can go out and do through different lockdown levels because you're not gonna you're gonna be socially distanced because there's only five lichenologists in the country. And no one will want to talk to you. You're not gonna be working shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, you're too boring for anybody else to talk to. Um, I think it's great if if you can get some money out of that. I don't know what the pay rate is, but actually, speaking of that, speaking of um, what pay rate podcasts? Yeah, podcast uh, episode is twenty first July episode of Behind the Bastards. Okay, that's the first time I've heard the New Zealand a New Zealand connection on Behind the Bastards. It it has it's tangential. It's not all about us, but we play a big part in it. Um, and particularly one of our biggest companies, Fonterra. Oh no, everyone loves Fonterra. It's the best. And, and this was an aside, but I wrote it down because I was like, are you really? According to WikiLeaks, now this came out a couple of years ago, but I never heard this, so you might have. According to WikiLeaks, New Zealand sent troops to Iraq to protect the milk for oil Fonterra trade. Oh. Okay. That was the reason we sent troops to Iraq because Fonterra was telling the government they need to protect their uh, deal. Oh, uh, which is hilarious. But uh, what got me was Helen Clark was responsible for many babies suffering and potentially dying mm. um, by sitting on the scandal. This is the melanin and milk. Oh scandal, yeah, yeah, that one. By sitting on the scandal, so she 
hundreds and thousands of babies were getting uh, poisoned by this stuff. And basically what it does is it gives the babies kidney stones and they can't urinate. Oh, right. And she found out what the problem. Well, Fonterra found the problem and sat on it for a few days. So they're bastards. And then they told the government and the government went, well, we're still in the middle of the Olympics. Let's wait four days till the Olympics is over so we can tell them because we don't want to create an issue with China. So in those four days, tens of thousands of babies got uh, poisoned. Crazy. Uh, and some of them potentially died, all sorts of issues. So, ooh, Helen Clark, not good. Behind but isn't she bus- like the UN ambassador now or whatever she Yeah, is? I know. Yeah. But yeah, um, so Behind the Buses, for those that don't know, is a what it sounds like. It's a podcast talking about the worst people in all of human history. Um, and yes. it's, it, it, I find it, it, yeah, I find it that, really good. I, that one that you uh, mentioned the other day, uh, Synanon. Synanon. I was glad that they mentioned who the guy was that was uh, like the guest host with him. Oh, yeah. Because the voice was so familiar and it was uh, Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack Horseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he talks exactly the same. I guess it's okay. <laughs> it's not a voice I put on. It's just my voice. No, it's just his voice. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, anyway, I thought that was uh, interesting. Uh, definitely check out Behind the Bastards if you haven't. It's it's pretty cool. Fro- you froze a little bit. There we go. You're back. Okay. This this definitely guy. Check out Behind the Bastards if you haven't because it's cool. If um, you're if you're a crazy Russian billionaire. Yeah. Or businessman, I'm going to say he's billionaire. Who knows? And you've somehow got your hands on an old Russian space shuttle. It's the equivalent of NASA space shuttle. If you've got it and you want to trade it, what would you trade it for? Uh, lots of vodka. <laughs> he wants one specific human skull. What so a he- person's skull! I want yeah. Fred's skull. Uh, no, he he wants the skull of the last Kazakh Khan. Kinzari Kuzmov, a hero figure who led a rebellion against the Russian Empire's attempts to colonize the region in the 1840s. Uh, no one really knows how he's got possession of the shuttle, but uh, that's not thing. The biggest problem he's is doing, he's doing a goth version of the one one red pin or whatever it was. The yeah, the biggest problem is nobody knows where the actual skull is. So okay, I don't think his trade is going to go ahead. Uh, it says here, it is not water that flows in our veins, but blood, and it has the scent of wormwood. What? What does that mean? I think he's already got the vodka, is he's, what I uh, think. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's all good. He's good, good, good. Um, I, I had a look at this thing. I thought this was interesting. This is um, smash fire control. So the Marines are testing a new scope that locks onto target, and it's just a scope that goes onto your um, – uh, rifle, you know, your AR, whatever it is, M- M16, whatever they're using these days. Yeah. It's specifically to shoot drones. And we're talking about little drones. So the the drones that we all know and love yeah, that yeah. fire around. They can, so have, they can have like a... A grenade hanging yeah. off them. Yeah, because that's what they're doing in battle now. They're flying uh, drones out with grenades underneath them and dropping them off on people undercover or whatever, uh, oh, behind yeah. cover, and it's not a good thing. So, but they're very hard to hit a drone yeah, flying around. So, um, and, and I'm, I'm presume this targeting system will work for other things. But it's interesting because what it does is it you target onto the um, the drone or you, you target, and it sees it and it 
you press the trigger and it doesn't fire immediately. It holds the fire until it's got the biggest possibility of of hitting. Oh, right. Okay. Affect all the uh, variables. Variables, you know, distance, wind, all that, and uh, managing the um, the um, probability. And of course, yep. you've still got to be aiming at, at, at the thing. And then it'll um, it'll release the bullet when it reckons it's got the best chance to hit. Uh, that's, that's freaky. That just to me, that's just freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a link to that story. Um, it says here that once in simple tests, they gave it to novices and experienced shooters and they could get it 80% of the time from an unsupported firing position, just randomly holding the gun um, and using the current red dot system. None of them, none of the novice shooters could hit and only 20% of experienced shooters. Uh, it's pretty cool. The only thing is it's, it's rechargeable battery only lasts for about 72 hours. Yeah, um, that's I, I, that's limited, but that's pretty good actually. Because I thought you were going to say four. <laughs> oh no, no, that. no! So, so two, seventy-two hours. I, I don't remember reading that. That's yeah, that's not too bad. I'm, I'm yeah. I, I, I just it just yeah. It makes sense. They got to have something, uh, and they can uh, disengage it if they need to. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to turning it on all the time. Cool. What have you got here about a clown shortage? I thought it was yours. You added the card. I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> I, it seems like there's a clown shortage in America due to COVID. No, I no, don't it's, it's in Northern Ireland. Oh, Northern Ireland. Okay, that makes way oh, more sense. Okay, so this is something I threw in there and went, I'll read this later. And then I forgot I threw it in there. And I thought it was yours. So I never read it. Um, so with all the shortages coming out of the pandemic, the latest is a lack of clowns in Northern Ireland. How many clowns do they need in Northern I Ireland? I know. According to NPR, it's taken 500 days for circuses in Northern Ireland to open back up again. The clowns couldn't wait that long, so they went to the EU. Oh, right. And, okay. um, yeah, so circuses in Northern Ireland are getting desperate to fill these positions. Um, so if you're willing to relocate and a clown career path interests you, maybe this is the thing to do, uh, unless you're in New Zealand where you can't leave. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no leaving for us. Yeah. We can be, you can practice your clowning in your own home. You know, I, I bet you could. Hey, <laughs> you've got this therapy dog things for you, is yours as well, in case you forgot. Oh, damn. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, right. You carry on with something. Oh, no. The therapy dog thing I do remember. That's hilarious. So I, I heard this and I was like, oh, it sounds like a clickbait freaking ad, but I saw a video interview. <laughs> So yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber hated the Cats movie so much that he went out and bought a therapy dog. What? <laughs> so apparently he went, he didn't know what it was going to be like, and he went to the uh, premiere of the Cats movie. And uh, Wouldn't he have had input? No. No. No, he sold the rights. Oh, so, so he, he was. So he, he had was, no idea, and then he's like, oh, let's watch it. And then yeah, he's so he was like, invited to the premiere. So he went to the premiere, and he's going. And, and he's he just went, what, "Yeah, oh my god!" He's wondering <laughs> where this, their buttholes were. Yeah, uh, cats was off the scale, all wrong. Lloyd Webber said there wasn't any really, uh, really any understanding of why the music ticked in at all. I saw <laughs> it. I just thought, "Oh God, no!" It was the first time in my seventy odd years on this planet that I went out and bought a dog. 
So one good thing came out of it is my little Havanese puppy. The puppy has become his close companion, and as Broadway reopens, uh, Lloyd Webber found the perfect reason to bring him on his travels. I wrote off and I needed um, – oh, so he was getting on a plane. He said, I yeah. wrote off and said I needed him with me at all times because I'm emotionally damaged. I must have this therapy dog. The airline wrote back and said, can you prove you really need him? And I said, yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. And the approval came back with a note saying, no doctor's report required. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> Somebody just went, that's too funny. That's too funny. And like, you know, it's not going to hurt. That's funny so, as. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why I put that in. It's great. <laughs> uh, you, you put in this ouch one, but I know what it was. Um, it was the grandmother who snuck into a water park at 2 a.m., slid <laughs> slid down the slide and broke their legs. Did you see the the? Oh, I don't know if you in your news story. Yeah, there's a picture of them. It looks like they've been on TV talking about it. Why would you go on TV to talk about it? I don't know. And they were younger than I expected. When when I hear yeah, grandma, yeah, I still, young, yeah. I, I'd still forget that you know that's my age. <laughs> but they're, they're way younger than you. Yeah, I know. just saying. But you know what I mean. I'm still thinking of people older than me. Uh, bugger. But yes, yeah, so um, yeah, so they 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 went into a water slide in a park, and they uh, let me read this out because it they, sounds horrific. Where well, they it? just if you look at the picture, they just went down the yellow slide, and obviously there's a gate at the end, uh, and they just slid into that. <laughs> they slammed into a barrier towards the bottom. The legs collided with barrier, broccoli ex- exit, shattering their feet and fracturing one's oh. shin. Oh. It's terrible. Because described the incident as like a scene out of the horror film Saw. <laughs> the pair were banging against the slide for hours in a bid to attract attention for help because it was midnight and it was close enough to be there. She's not going to be able to walk for six more weeks and there's no police action, which is good because they're so dumb. But there's a picture of them and they're like on like a morning, looks like a morning talk show in their wheelchairs. Yeah. And I'm uh, like, oh, don't, no, don't go on TV. Oh, There's no, God. what do you do? You go, oh, I went down and broke myself. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I can't, I couldn't imagine breaking into something. Now, I, I barely imagined doing that when I was young. Okay, when I was a teenager, I think I jumped over the fence of a, a pool at midnight to have a, a swim with uh, a few of us teenagers. Yeah. Um, yes, m- midnight skinny dip style thing i think it was um only because i I think i was only there because of the girls so um, i'm sure so that happened but yeah i wouldn't probably do that after about 25 i don't think oh the japanese have set a new world record for the fastest internet they've doubled the previous world record with this fast internet chris we'll be able to download eighty thousand movies in a second holy crap it's what we want. Uh, well, yeah, because um, I'm having uh, issues again. I might have to uh, turn my router off on the wall again and s- the untoff and check it because um, I started watching some stuff on TV last night. Uh, three news like through streaming. my app, streaming. Yeah. Uh, it froze, and I started watching something on Prime, and after halfway through, it froze, and so I put in a DVD. It feels like such old technology now, particularly when it's a four by three screen that I'm watching. I but, don't yeah. know the last time I uh, handled a DVD. 
yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm like, oh, my streaming is just broken. So, yeah. Um, so no I, would be, I would be happy with a portion of your world record-breaking internet at the moment. Yeah, that, it's like a, such a small space, though. Like, they've got – it's all fiber, and um, – they put more cores into a fiber that's the same diameter as a single core fiber. So they've sort of just jammed more data into the same space. The question is, does it make it more fragile, right? It, it certainly makes it more expensive per, per yard or whatever that you're, you know, per, per kilometer you yeah. or whatever, but yeah. So their test, they ended up doing it over 1,800 miles and it was doing 319 terabits per second. Holy crap. Uh, it's because they use uh, fibers combined with a laser that fires pulses at different wavelengths. So they amplify it. But anyway, um, they said it's probably going to like trickle down and hopefully some of this stuff will end up uh, in actual mainstream use at some point. <laughs> but at some point you have to go like, you know, just, I don't know. I suppose if you're doing like super intensive work with huge data or files or something i don't know but for your average person i think you'd be fine yeah 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 no it'd be good um uh you got down here egyptian pregnancy no nah, can in that ignore that one yep anyway oh. uh if you got anything coming up this week you look like you need some sleep you look uh, tired. i made the mistake i don't know why i did this i really don't know why but i had a few rums last night mm because, you know, I didn't have to go to work this morning. So, um, yeah, that was a dumb idea. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling that. It was bad. Oh, oh, I didn't have a lot. I don't think I had a lot. I had, like, four glasses of rum. Oh, there we go. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, what I've got coming up, we've got, I've got a workshop coming up in the beginning of November. Have you, have you posted that on LinkedIn yet? Uh, no, no, because I've uh, revamped the um, – landing page that you gave me some feedback on. I've totally redone that. I've put it, oh, right. put it up for some um, feedback in my group. Uh, so I'm just oh, waiting yeah, yeah. for that feedback to come back. Uh, I'll send you a link, actually, so you can have a look at them. I, I did uh, two two versions, the one column and two column. So we'll oh, see, right. see what they look like. But, yeah, um, so that hasn't been uh, – I haven't started promoting that yet. All right. No, that cool. will be this weekend, I think. That's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Uh, yeah, no, I, otherwise, um, oh, so I'm, I'm, did I tell you I've got my new role at, well. You I, were starting I, it, but I haven't know if you, I don't know if you. Well, I've, I've got the new contract. I'm on the new contract. Are you still there? Because I'm yep. frozen. Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the new contract. One of the things that is going to be a problem, though, <laughs> is uh, I work one Sunday in every four. Yes. Which is the twenty seventh of March. Oh. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I might have leave by then. So we'll, you've got we'll lots of time to find a new job. <laughs> so for those that aren't uh, in the know, twenty seventh of March is, of course, the Great Pumpkin Carnival. Oh, um, we'll see how we go. I mean, this COVID thing's sort of killing everything else at the moment. Oh God! Hopefully we pass that by then. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, All right. So, have you got anything coming up? No. We don't have any uh, so Armageddon's or any other things happening. No, I haven't heard anything about Armageddon, but I assume it's off. It has to be on. Yeah, I'll let you look that up. Because mm. yeah. okay. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.